From WKYT Podcast, this is Uniquely Kentucky. I'm your host, Amber Philpotts. Hello, podcast listeners. I hope this week finds you doing well and continuing to be healthy at home. When COVID-19 hit, I don't think any of us could have imagined what life would be like these days. But here we are. And if you are like me, you are probably longing for those things that you once loved that have had to be put on hold right now so that we can all stay safe. For me, one of those things is sports, and namely this time of year, it's golf. I love the PGA, I love following golf. I dream of a day when I could walk the course of the Masters. For now, all of that will have to wait. So to get my golf fix, I turned to a fellow Moorhead State Eagle and PGA player, Josh Teeter. He was just ahead of me in school and through mutual friends, I've gotten to know Josh over the years and more importantly, follow his career in professional golf. Teeter grew up here in Lexington, played at Moorhead State and then turned pro in 2001. He has been grinding it out, now having moved around on different tours. He saw one of his best career performances on the course back in February, having come down the stretch and was barely edged out of the Puerto Rico Open. He and his wife, Ashley, and his kids are staying healthy at home these days down at St. Simons Island, Georgia. Now, when we sat down to talk, you're going to hear us mention the Barbersall Championship. We actually learned a day later after our conversation that it's been canceled for this year. As always, bear with us here on Uniquely Kentucky because we are now recording these via video chat. So the audio might not be as good as it could, but I appreciate you sticking with us. Uniquely Kentucky with Amber Philpot is brought to you by the WKYT News and Weather Apps, available on the App Store and Google Play. Josh Teeter, welcome to Uniquely Kentucky. How are you holding up these days uh, as we are in, I don't even know what week of this now in this pandemic? <laughs> yeah, thanks, Amber. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm holding up pretty good, you know, pretty good to be home. You know, I haven't been home this long since high school, I don't think. So, uh, you know, to be home and uh, be with the kids and be with Ashley and just kind of be here every day to, to try to help out as much as I can. I have known you for a long time and I've always wanted to do this sit down conversation, but getting time with you is difficult. So I figured this was the best time to try to catch you at home. I see that you guys are just doing a lot of family things. I see there's a lot of uh, some uh, outdoor pitching going on in the yard, a little bit of little kid baseball going on. What's keeping you all busy these days? Yeah, I mean, uh, other than about the last three days, our weather down here in St. Simons has been amazing. So we've been able to get outside and we've played baseball every which way we can in the backyard. And, you know, we've pretty much got a base pass uh, in the grass back there by now. But uh, trying to get something out there every Sunday night for Sunday night baseball and uh, bike rides every day. And, you know, we got golf clubs out there. We're trying to chip into buckets and trying to keep a little bit of a, you know, keep my golf under me a little bit so I can be ready whenever we start back. Um, got a net in our garage to hit in. Sure. You were coming off an incredible uh, run, uh, you know, right before this, uh, the um, Puerto Rico Open. Man, what a finish for you, Josh. Talk to me about that. That was back in February. Uh, you were runner-up, and I mean, down the stretch, it was a, a miserable day for play on that Sunday, but what a great finish for you in that tournament. Talk to me about that. Yeah, you know, that was, uh, you know, one of my best tournaments, you know, to date on the PGA Tour. 
uh, solo second finish. You know, Victor Hovland made a great putt on the last hole to, to take me down. But, uh, you know, it was uh, it was great. It couldn't have come at a better time, I don't think. Back in. I'm in a pretty solid position where I wasn't right before that. So, uh, you know, it, it was a great time. I'd been down there six or seven times to play and uh, never really done very well there. But uh, for some reason, uh, everything went pretty good that week. You know, I putted well and. Usually my game is always around putting. If I'm putting good, you know, I'm going to have some plenty of opportunities. And I have to imagine when you come out of play like that, your mindset is so right. You're ready for the next round of golf. And then not too long after that is when kind of everything, you know, kind of came to a grinding halt. What's that like for you when you feel like you're in that momentum and then it just stops? Uh, you know, it's uh, – in a way, it was a little bit of a relief. You know, I wasn't playing in uh, – the next tournament, at, uh, I did play at the Honda because of my finish, but I didn't get into Bay Hill or the players. So uh, I knew I was off for a couple weeks anyway, so it's just kind of gone on to be longer. We got a we got a guest here. We got Bane. He came in to hit some putts, I guess. I can't believe how big <laughs> Bane is these days. How old is I he? I know. He's five. Hey, Bane. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> So that should lead me to my next question. Um, yeah. Is he, if he's coming in to, to do some putting, is, is golf in his future? Uh, I don't know. He, uh, he seems interested in other sports than he does golf. Uh, we haven't got out there much, but when we do, he, he likes to hit it pretty hard. And uh, his little brother, though, Brooks, he seems more interested in golf at this point. He, he's got his club in the backyard for a good hour a day, just smacking them around. That's awesome. I didn't realize until after you did an interview um, after Puerto Rico um, and the reporter says to you, you know, you've been knocking around now almost two decades. I didn't realize, Josh, that we were that old and that you had really been, <laughs> <laughs> been at this now almost 20 years. Can you believe that? Yeah. Um, you know, she kind of, I think I got pretty emotional about that and, um, Probably am here again, but, you know, the reasons is because of what she said, you know. Um, it's just hard to believe it's been that long. But uh, it doesn't seem like it when you're out there doing it every day, but when somebody brings that to your attention, you're kind of like, wow. Um, it, wa it wasn't anything that had to do with, hey, you know, this is your last chance or whatever. You know, I feel like there's plenty more opportunities out there, but just to kind of open my eye at that point that, hey, it has been 18 years since uh, kind of kicked this off. Talk to me about golf, Josh. Um, golf has always kind of been a part of your life. I know other sports were a part of your life. You played at Moorhead State, but um, I had read that you really credited the Larry Gilbert Junior Golf Program for kind of putting your, your game kind of in a path of where you might go later on in life. Where did golf, where did you, where did that come into your life for you? Uh, let's see. You know, I, I was a basketball player like every kid in Kentucky. You know, then baseball was my big, big sport through high school um, up until probably my senior year of high school. And that's kind of when I decided, hey, I'm going to try golf. And, you know, some of the some of the guys from Cynthia, you know, uh, with Kevin Letcher and uh, John Hatfield had gone up to Moorhead. I'd played a lot with those guys. So that kind of led me there. But golf kind of started with uh, my mom started dating who's now my stepdad. Um, and they played a lot. And at first it was on TV in the house and I just, I didn't care for it. 
Um, but at some point I looked down at the range and I was kind of like, well, I think I can do that. So uh, about my 12th birthday, I got some, some clubs and some friends started playing about that same time and kind of just to play with my friends and play with my mom and stepdad. It just kind of, I just kept doing it and kept doing it. Didn't really interfere with my baseball because when baseball season was going, the golf clubs were in the closet, but, uh, and that's kind of how I got into it, and uh, here we are today, still playing. I know golf has taken you so many places. Can, when you stop and think about it, and it's been this number of years, can you really wrap your head around the fact that you've been grinding it out this long and that you've been afforded a lot of the opportunities that you've been able to have in your life because of golf? Yeah, sitting right here, probably not. Um, it, it's taken me places that, you know, I never would have gone and, you know, places that I still don't know where I'm going to go. Um, you know, to go from Lexington to Moorhead and then, you know, be able to travel the world and play all over the country and some of the greatest courses in the world, meet some of the greatest people. You know, I played with the CEO of Wendy's uh, a few months ago back at Pebble Beach and um, we stayed in touch. You know, looks like we're going to have a good friendship. Um, yeah, those are just kind of the things that kind of pop in my head right away. You strike me as a guy because I'm like this with my job. I, you know, I'm a small town gal. I realize how incredible life has been able to be for me. And I really take something away from almost every single moment or person that I meet. And you strike me as someone that kind of does that too with your career and in golf. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's not just about playing the game or that day. It's about who you're running into and who you're meeting and what experiences you can, you know, experience along the way you know it may only be one time i go to new zealand like i did in 2009 but i bungee jump so you know um where else you know we went to scotland for the british open um in 2013 so we were went early enough to see the old course and you know to see some sights you know who knows if uh, we'll go back so the plan is to, but you never know. So enjoy it where you are. So here's some questions that I, I've been asked to ask you because inquiring minds want to know. <laughs> um, so for the PGA, take me through what's like a normal week for you as you're trying to get prepared for an event because um, there's a lot of travel involved. There's a lot of you know pieces and parts. So what does it take to get to uh, actual play when you start playing up before all that play starts? Yeah, so uh, I'll just kind of make it pretty simple. But, you know, Monday is usually a travel day. Can maybe be on Sunday and get into late Sunday night. But Monday is kind of a low, slow day. Um, maybe an hour or two of just kind of getting your feet under you, get your locker set, um, doing some putting. Maybe if you're working on, you know, a certain club, like a driver that you're trying to get tuned in, you may uh, spend a little time on the range and then, Tuesday's a pretty full day. The course is open to all practice rounds. So depending on whether I'm in the Pro-Am on uh, Wednesday or not, I'll, I'll play at 9 or 18 usually. And then uh, Wednesday is either the Pro-Am or two or three hours worth of practice. Just kind of getting dialed in for what you're going to see on the course that week. And then obviously Thursday through uh, Sunday is the tournament. And uh, a lot of that is just, you know, playing and conserving energy and you know being ready to have your best come down the stretch on Sunday. Okay so the inquiring mind that wants to know these questions is one Steve Hill that just happens to be my <laughs> husband. 
he always wants to know who is in charge of your clubs. Is that all on you? Is that on Lee Cheney who carries your bags? <laughs> who gets yeah. the, the clubs that are the most important thing to the course? Well, uh, most of the time they have club storage at the course. So there's a, there's a little like locker room we can put them in and leave them there. Or at times we take them back to the hotel or, and, and keep them with us. So all, all of the above is the correct answer, I guess. Some weeks Lee will take them to his hotel and, you know, sometimes I'll keep them in my hotel, but uh, we try to leave them at the course when we can. Sure. We're talking about Lee Cheney. He is a, a good friend of yours for many years and now is on the bag for you. What's it like traveling tournaments and playing golf with Lee? Uh, pretty good. Um, I guess 2000, or sorry, 1997 when I went to Moorhead, he was about 10 years old. Which is pretty crazy. And uh, his dad was my coach. And, uh, you know, he was always around, just kind of getting in our way. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he's loved the game of golf from the day he could walk. And, uh, you know, he tried to play in uh, six or seven years on the mini tours. And, you know, I never did, did make it. And I kind of convinced him to start caddying. And I don't know if he thanks him for that or not. But uh, <laughs> it uh, – kept us together and grown a friendship. Uh, what have you learned from Lee and what have you maybe been able to teach him? Is it a, is it a twofold kind of friendship out there on the course that way in terms of play? Oh uh, yeah, for sure. You know, I kind of been around for six or seven, eight years out there before he showed up. And uh, so I've been able to kind of coach him along and teach him to, Hey, follow this caddy. He's been out here for 20 years. He knows what he's doing and pick up some information from him and, things like that and kind of help him with trying to find places to stay and people to stay with. And, but on the other hand, you know, he's helping with my golf swing and been able to uh, instruct me with that. And I feel like I've, you know, made some strides in that, in that, uh, well, in, in with my swing in the last three or four years since he's been helping me. Josh, where's your uh, most favorite place to play golf? Uh, Pebble beach is my favorite place. I mean, um, obviously if the weather's perfect out there, that's an, there's no better place. Even on a bad day, it's a good spot. Who on the tour have you um, come to, you know, have a friendship with guys that, you know, you're really close to on the tour right now? Yeah. Um, you know, we have a lot of guys that live here to Sea Island area who uh, I play a lot with, you know, Jonathan Bird, and, um, and Zach Johnson a little bit, and then uh, Patton Kazire and Harris English. But um, I guess, you know, one of the guys is kind of ironic as a Duke fan. Uh, uh, Adam Long, he uh, grew up in St. Louis, and then he uh, went to uh, went to Duke. So he 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 doesn't really know much about Duke back in the day, but uh, I'm sure you tell him about he, it as much as you can, right? Well, yeah. Well, funny story. He I showed up to stay at his house for a qualifier one time. He lives down in Florida. And he shows me to my guest room and. Uh, there's a picture on the uh, pillow. It's Christian Leitner after he hit the shot. I'm like, I don't know if I can like this guy. But, uh, <laughs> no, we're, we go back and forth against each other with uh, jokes. and um, But it's an all good fun. 
One of the things that I love about the PGA and the tour is um, obviously we're huge golf fans, but I love how much the PGA gives back. And I know that um, that is something that is important to you and to Ashley. So talk to me about that part of the game and being able to be a part of the PGA and giving back at all the different stops that you guys made. Yeah, you know, it's it's one of the main reasons, you know, one of the good things we can do is, is give back. We've been very blessed with everything. We've been able to get through the tour and, uh, you know, to, to be able to help out there around Lexington with some young life stuff and other things that we kind of like to give back to as well. And then, uh, you know, Ashley's involved with the PGA Tour Wives Association. And each stop they have uh, different events. Uh, one being here, they help out with blessings in the backpack with a wiffle ball game and kids get to come out and play and then I think New Orleans is a it's a big hit with them it's, it's kind of tough not being able to go to those events this year so um yeah it's, it's one of the one of the perks of it for sure and uh you know it's given me a lot so there's no reason we can't give back absolutely we were all waiting for Ashley to be able to run out down there in Puerto Rico and have you win and have her run out and give you a big hug we were waiting on that for sure yeah. was she well, ready I'm for that well, that might might have been the reason I didn't win because they were at home. They weren't I figured they there, might so. be. Yeah, so maybe we'll have to wait for next time when they're all there. Well, you know, I read that there's a little bit of a a little bit of a curse with that that a lot of those guys that have gone on to win they don't really win again. But a lot of the guys that have been those runner up guys then get some really good wins and like a Jordan Spieth and some other guys like that have really done well. Have you thought about that? You know, I had no idea about that. Somebody kind of brought that to my attention uh, the next week, but uh, I would have loved to, uh, to have been the first guy to go on and win somewhere else. Yeah, right. How are you? I know you've been going out and you've been hitting some in the garage, but, um, you know, for whenever this is lifted and whenever you can get back to golf, how are you trying to stay not only uh, mentally ready, but also physically ready? What's the regiment? What are you doing? Uh, you know, I'm trying to get out. Our courses are still open here, so I've gotten out a couple times a week and walked and played and maybe only nine holes, but, you know, just just kind of staying in form and then, um, you know, trying to stay active and keep keep having a few workouts. Ashley's putting me through a few workouts in the yard and on the driveway, but, uh, you know, I've ran and jogged a few times here and there, just uh, trying to read, trying to keep my mind working. Um, you know, watching some old golf that's on TV occasionally just to kind of familiarize myself with where, where we're going. You know, some of the courses we'll keep seeing. and uh, we're, we're playing PlayStation golf. I guess that's part trying to trying to Hand-eye keep that. coordination, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, the Barber Saw, you know, again, none of us really know uh, what's going to happen down the road. But how, how special was that for you to be able to come home and play in the Barber Saw and be here? at home uh, with a lot of family and friends that could come and literally walk the course with you. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's been a great uh, addition. I feel like, you know, my, the first year I was on the Corn Ferry Tour when it was there in Lexington, but I was able to play on an exemption. And very grateful for that and played last year. You know, obviously the goal is to be at the Open Championship, which it's opposite, which has been canceled this year which we know nothing about what's going to happen this year. But uh, it's great. I mean, I love being there. Um, anything that brings me back to Lexington is always great. So uh, hopefully it's there for years to come. And, you know, hopefully that, that event can grow and uh, become its own date on the calendar. And 
you know, maybe get a, a bigger and better field and, you know, absolutely just uh, keep um, growing. You are a huge UK fan, I know, um, despite being um, a Moorhead guy. Um, how awful was it not to have any basketball this year to watch? <laughs> yeah, it was – I get a lot of grief for that from some people. Um, but my my response is I, I grew up – before I could walk, I was a Kentucky fan. So, um, still root for Moorhead, but, uh, you know, it was tough not being able to watch basketball. Um, you know, we were all ready for it. We actually took a trip down to Gainesville and watched that final game that they actually played before everything got canceled, a big comeback. But uh, kind of glad we did that. It kind of maybe took a little bit of the uh, damper away from not being able to watch March Madness. But, yeah, I mean, everything's everything's been taken away. Any kind of sports that could be put on TV right now I think would be well accepted by all fans. I feel like every day we've had a different cat say that he's now declaring for the NBA. What's your thoughts on now looking forward um, to whenever basketball is going to return and whatever we might have on the court? Yeah, you know, I was down at the end of my street today. Got uh, Our neighbor, he's a Florida fan. He said, y'all are going to need to have a JV team. All your team, all your players are leaving. I'm like, yeah, each day someone new. Uh, I mean, I obviously always trust Cal and who he's bringing in. and. Uh, how it's all going to work together and you know i'm just going to be be thankful and watch whenever we can watch again if people were listening i guess earlier this week i think it was uh ksr uh had on a guest uh that was someone that that got a lot of play because of you are you sitting at home watching just countless episodes of the office or I, i'm assuming you're a huge office fan i am yeah uh i'm not watching them now uh more of uh spirit we were watching on Netflix or any Disney Plus show. Um, hardly, hardly getting the, to choose what we're watching. But uh, I would love to watch that. Go back through it, and uh, I actually just got word of the the Office Ladies podcast, which is two of the uh, characters, uh, Pam and Angela, on there have a podcast. They're kind of going through each episode and breaking it down and giving you facts about stuff that we didn't know about that the episode. So be a good time to catch up on all that but yeah Andy Buckley we met in the airport uh in 2010 and we stayed in touch I mean he he texts me probably a couple times a week the weeks I'm playing just kind of encouraging and um they were trying to do that book of guest week and I connected him and uh you know he was on there yesterday and I think he did did a pretty good job had everybody laugh a little bit that's awesome um, Josh, just a few more questions. I know that one of the things that I love about you is your faith is huge in your life. Um, you, you make no bones about it. Um, how important is that um, with the grind that you're on when, when you are actively playing and keeping your faith in front of everything? Because I know that's so important to you. Yeah, it is. I mean, that's the most important thing. Uh, no matter if we're playing golf or, you know, whatever job we have, uh, you know, you know, Christ died for us, and he, uh, he's he got us in his arms. And, uh, you know, we just celebrated Easter and uh, just kind of a, a reminder that, hey, he's got us. He's got us through this deal we're going through right now. And uh, there's no test that, that he's not going to endure. So, um, you know, I think a lot of times I make golf way more important than it is. And uh, I got to step back and. You know, thank you for the good times and the bad times. 
um, because that's it. It's going to kind of tell who I am. Josh, what are you looking forward to most? As soon as they say this is lifted, we can get back to life as normal. What What's the thing that, that um, you're looking forward to the most? That's a good question. <laughs> um, I think just kind of being able to take, take our family and be able to go into a restaurant and sit down and have a meal and, you know, get us all on an airplane to be able to go to a tournament. Um, but who knows? Those are kind of the two couple things that come to mind. And uh, when will those happen? We don't know. Yeah. Have you heard anything about anything that was upcoming for you? I mean, there, there's supposedly a meeting yesterday and an article came out from Golf Digest last night about potential schedule, but I mean, I, I don't know if any of that is true. I, I do expect to hear something from the tour here in the next day or so, um, following the meeting they had yesterday. They kind of had those meetings a couple times and each, each time or a day or two after we get a, an email with an update. And, uh, it's all kind of a plan that hopefully can work out and uh, we'll just have to kind of be patient and see, see if it does. Well, I turned 40 this year, and the Masters is the lead-up week to my 40th birthday. I feel like that's a pretty good yeah. gift to me, at least, if it happens, you know? Yeah, there you go. Well, Josh, uh, buddy, I appreciate your time, and, and uh, you guys stay safe down there, and we look forward to the day that we can see you back out on the golf course and playing a good round of golf. All right. Thanks, Amber. Thanks for having me.